All right, and welcome to the Extra Point. We had some technical difficulties we've been working on, but we've got them all sorted out. I'm here with Bobby and Matt. What's going on, Bobby? Hey, everything's good right now, man. Like you said, we've just been sitting here figuring out some things, and um, life is good. Football is in season, and it's going to be an amazing three months. Whether my team is good or not, your team is good or not, Matt's team is good or not, the season is upon us. Matt, what about you? How you doing, man? What's going on, guys? Man, I'm so I'm super pumped up. It had to it had to, it had to come to my to my door. I was waiting for it. Uh, the Hall of Fame game, having that extra game, I'm super pumped up. Um, nah, I'm, I'm super excited, man. I'm oh. ready to roll. Awesome. Uh, I'm ready to break down some football. We've been talking about it a little bit here while we were getting our technical difficulties taken care of. So, Before you start with that, though, uh, Matt, I was the same way, though. I was so excited when the Hall of Fame came game on. I don't care who was playing. I, I know the starters aren't playing or anybody wasn't, but just seeing the pads pop and the guys flying around was a breath of fresh air. Oh, no, nah, man. I got my juices going. I was ready to go. Like I said, I don't care. It's exactly the same way. It didn't even have to be the Falcons playing, but... I was just, I was so ready for it, like, it just hit me all of a sudden, too, like, before, I was like, man, it doesn't feel like football season yet, even though training camp's going on, and then, I don't know, the game happened, and all of a sudden, I'm ready to go, man. Yeah, I'm I'm super ready to go. So, we had a plethora of games that went down last night. Um, The first one, I think we should all start with, let's go ahead and start with the Giants game. Bobby, I know you got a little bit to say about that. Yeah, the Giants and the Jets, I mean, that was a game that was showed, you know, nationally um, last night. And um, I got to, you know, watch a little bit of it because it was like an hour and a half um, delay because of lightning and all that. But um, overall, um, I was pretty impressed with, um, you know, Daniel Jones, you know, their first pick, you know, for, um, you know, everybody was very suspect about, you know, uh, their – Giants taking Daniel Jones over Dwayne Haskins. Everybody, I think you and I uh, mocked and um, oh, yeah. uh, you know mocked uh, Dwayne Haskins going to the Giants. And Big time. He looked pretty solid, though, I'll be honest with you. Um, you can't really take much out of preseason because it's their first game. And um, I, I, I don't know what his numbers were, but I think he, uh, he got a touchdown. He was like 7 for 10 or 11 or whatnot. So. Now, I'm pretty sure he was 5 for 5 on that first drive, ran down the field, put it in the end zone. It was a very strong drive. Um, you know, he's hitting a bunch of wide receivers. Correct. Yep. You're, you're not getting any of those all-star wide receivers. Obviously, they lost OBJ, but, you know, you have injuries, a plethora on that team, and, the, and they just got completely wiped out mainly at the wide receiver, not only injuries but also suspensions as well. See, it's funny, like, I'm looking at, I'm, I'm actually looking at the stats right now of that game. Um, so Eli Manning went one for one, three yards, you know. He, he, he went one series, it was out, of course, you know, why risk injury this early in the season. Uh, Daniel Jones, the five for five, one touchdown, perfect pass rating. So I'm looking at the up two, and the, the, the third and fourth string quarterbacks on this team, they go through a touchdown, no pick. Um, one uh, Luletta, and then the other guy's name is Tanny. Like they both went nine for twelve, and then fourteen to nineteen, respectively. Uh, touchdown, no pick. So you wonder how much the preseason to me. Like I said, that, it, it's hard to judge by. It's, it's super hard to judge by. Um, 
Teenagers look impressive. I'm not impressed, though. That's, that's my You opinion. know what, Matt? You're right. You know, Alex Tinney, one of my buddies uh, here in town, is a big Giants fan, you know, New York guy. And you know, he went 14 for 19 for 190 yards and a touchdown. And he actually went to the same school as Tony Roma did over in a small college, you know, in uh, I think it was Eastern or Western Illinois. Anyways, um, yeah, I mean, that was apparently he's been in the league, you know, for a couple of years or whatnot. And um, I was really impressed with him, even though it was garbage time, you know, late in the game or whatnot, you know, and playing against second, third teamers and all that. But you never know. That's how Tony Romo made his name. I don't want to make comparisons, you know, with a guy that I'm a fan of or whatnot. But, yeah, he was impressive. Yeah, the receivers that you had uh, for the Giants, like I said, Golden Tate suspended the first four games. So you're not going to get him. Uh, you got Sterling Shepard. He's also uh, he's injuring an injury or nursing an injury. Excuse me. Uh, so you had to have people come out there. You know they have Benny Fowler and Cody Latimer who both played for the Broncos. They both had some receptions. Fowler had a touchdown. Uh, Reggie White Jr. was out there, four receptions, uh, 60 yards. T.J. Jones he had that one touchdown in the corner of the end zone, had 72 yards. Uh, so there, there was a lot of people in the receiver game that had are getting their chance to get out there and get some reps before the season starts because they obviously have no strong number one. So correct me if I'm wrong, Wes. Reggie White Jr. is has no relation to the Reggie White that we all know of from the correct Crows, right? Correct, no yeah. relation. Very common name, first name and last name. But yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, Reggie White Jr. No relation at all. Um, other than that, there wasn't a whole lot to get from that game. Not going to get a whole lot of, out of these first set of preseason games. Uh, moving on from that, we'll go on. You know, with these with these preseason games. So we got the Jets game. Obviously talked about. We'll kind of just you know jump around here. Dwayne Haskins, uh, his first start with the Redskins was kind of a rough night. It was a rough night, but I mean there were some bright spots. I mean I saw him making a couple of nice scrambles. You know when the blitz was coming, and um, you know he removed himself from the situation, rolled out, and had a nice completion. He did through, uh, throw a really ill-advised um, wheel route pass uh, for a pick six, but like we were saying, this is preseason. You really can't take much out of it. He threw two picks and one for a pick six. Um, hey, I mean, that's – hey, you'd rather your player do it in preseason than oh, in regular yeah. season. So, I mean, just that's going to happen. I mean, very rarely do you see your top guys come in there and light it up. Yeah. Somebody did last night. You know, Kyler Murray, we'll talk about that here shortly. Mm-hmm. He didn't really light it up, but, I mean, that's to be expected. Exactly. You know, you're not going to get – you shouldn't be getting those kind of numbers the, the first game of the preseason. No. If you get them, I mean, good for you, but it's not going to tell you anything. It's not going to tell you anything that early on. Case Keenum, you know, he went out there. He didn't shine too much, 4 for 9 with 60 yards. T- did he throw a touchdown? Or? Uh, he did. He did throw a touchdown. It was a bunch of dink and dunk passes down the field, and then he did have one good long play. Um, then, then you had uh, Josh Woodrum who went out there six for eleven for forty-four yards, and and right now the the first depth chart that came out for the Redskins actually has the Colt McCoy as another number one who didn't play last night. Obviously, he wasn't suited up, and he's still nursed coming back from a leg injury as well. Uh, same th- sort of thing that Alex Smith was had going on, but nowhere near the same degree, of course. Yeah, Gruden loves uh, Colt McCoy. You know, I, I'm living here in Florida. I still faithfully listen to 106.7 The Fan up in D.C. and um, the sports junkies. Um, and um, he's just one of those guys that's a career guy that, you know, when he's in the system, you know where you're going to get out of him. He's not going to light you up on the scoreboard. He's not going to make many mistakes. He's just going to give you, like, it is what it is. If the defense plays a great game, then, you know, he might give you an opportunity to win. And that's the reason why he was uh, currently first on the depth chart. So we'll see. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and that one touchdown that uh, Case Keenum had was to Robert Davis for 46 yards. Matt, I, I know you were kind of going back and forth on that game too. We got any takes on Haskins from that? Oh man, don't even give me started with Haskins, man. 
goodness. Don't need to get me started on the Redskins. Um, they're a joke. I feel you, man. It's a joke. The Trent Williams situation that's going on over there. Oh, yeah. Is, is He's not coming back, bro. Yeah, he, I, I, his... Oh, bro, man. I mean, like... I, I'd like to drop a few F-bombs on that situation because he is... He's he's the be- he's he's pro- if he was fully healthy he's the best left tackle in the league in my opinion straight up I'll be straight up about it like he, he's probably the number one when he's fully healthy uh, he's nasty um, and then with all the injuries he, I mean supposedly he had a brain tumor the Redskins said it was nothing it the was medical staff was questioning that it's yep. the whole thing I'm not even gonna go into the whole thing because they're I mean. Living up here, I hear all about it. Uh, I mean, their offensive line is a mess. I mean, they got Eric Flowers. I was just going to ask you, Matt, uh, about Eric Flowers and the left tackle. Yeah. And you know what's funny about it? <laughs> you know what's even worse about it is Eric Flowers signed on the Red to the Redskins because when he talked to management and to Jay Gruden and the other coaches, he signed to play guard. He was like, clearly, I've been struggling. He knew. He, he literally said, you know, I've been struggling at tackle. I can't play tackle. Move me at guard. I'll be better at guard. And then all of a sudden, you know, with this Trent Williams situation, he's playing tackle. And then uh, it, it, it's a whole fiasco. Uh, they signed Donald Penn, who could be a good stopgap. You know, he's like 36, 37, so he's, I mean, you know, it's literally a one- or two-year thing. Um, yeah, the Redskins are a joke. I don't care who they have. Uh, Dwayne Haskins, I pray to God that they hold them off. I, I pray that they play Case Keenum and Colt McCoy or whoever else they, they, <laughs> that they have. Um, they have no receivers. I, I, like I said, I mean, I could go into a, an hour-and-a-half tirade about the Redskins. Uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll end it here. Um, just good luck. <laughs> good luck to any of the young Redskins on the, uh, uh, you know, that were just drafted. Good luck. That's all I have to say. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I agree with you. I mean, I don't even know. I didn't watch the game last night. I don't even know who played running back. I know they held Darius Geis out and uh, Chris Thompson and a lot of the guys, you know, didn't get reps just like we're going to talk about the Jags here in a little while. The first preseason game, you're oh, obviously yeah. going to just pretty much hold everybody out. You're kind of looking for those last 20 spots, you know, as far as special teams and like two or three deeps. But um, it didn't seem like that with the Browns, though. They came out on fire, though. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what, man, Baker Mayf- Mayfield. Uh, That's you a know, bad man. <laughs> He's yeah, it's funny. I didn't even talk about the Browns. <laughs> yeah. I was so wrapped up. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm from the area, and it, <laughs> it, I just get so wrapped up in it. I wish. I mean, I, I'd love to like that team, but I can't because they've just been full of dysfunction since the day I was born. Yeah. But uh, that's a whole other thing. But the Browns, no, they did. They came out fired up. Uh, oh yeah. No hud- I mean, no huddle in the first preseason game. That's what I mean. Yeah, I don't think that's ever happened. Freddie Freddie uh, Kitchens. With the, with go, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Freddie Kitchens was uh, he was adamant about trying to run some two minute offense with his uh, his first team because one to get some in and out of there and two he can see what they have during crunch time, which is great. And I think it was a smart call for him. And I, I criticized him a lot. Um, and in in the story, you know, we haven't seen it been made yet for him yet. So we'll see. But 
he, he's making some smart choices early on. I liked seeing the, the first team out there, at least for a little bit, to build some chemistry. I understand OBJ not being out there. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming him and, and uh, did, Baker Mayfield are doing their own thing. Did, did Jarvis play that? No, he didn't play either. Neither yeah. yeah, both boys. Uh, no, what about the tight end? And Joku? Joku, no. Um, I don't believe in Joku was in yeah. the game last night either. Uh, a lot of your big receivers aren't going to be in there, but he was out there. It didn't matter who was out there for Baker. He, he was feeling dangerous. He looks like he has control of that offense right now, and that's pretty a scary thing for the NFL right now because he had a decent rookie season last year, and yep. this guy might be the real deal. Yeah, I, I would like to say, you know, I was wrong about him. I criticized the hell out of the Browns. I did too that. last year. I, you last know, year I did. Not only him, but Denzel Ward as well. I gave him a lot of crap for taking him, and, and both picks were excellent picks, you know. Yes. So I, I like what they've done. I think that team's going to be great. I do. I still don't think they're going to win the division, but I still think they're going to be a well, good wait, team. Well, wait, well, wait, because guess what? They also have uh, – I'm pretty sure that they have Kareem Hunt, right? Yes, so they do. Wait till he comes back. They're going to think the NFL will blow that call. Um, yep. As Very good point, Matt. Do. Um, and Kareem Hunt will come in on the Browns. And are you kidding me? Look at their team. Um, I mean, we've seen quote-unquote super teams in the NFL. At the last one, I believe, you know, was the, the Michael Vick, the 2010 or 2011, I think it was the 2010 Eagles, that they dubbed a super team with all the people that they had signed up and, and were ready to go on that team, and that failed. Um, yeah, I don't honor know. super teams in the but NFL. The Browns have legitimate young, I mean, young talent. Um, it's, it's very interesting to see what this regime does, um, especially with the, the Steelers and the Bengals and... You know, they're kind of in a rebuild mode, sort of, so we'll see. No, and, and, you know, don't forget, though, like, everybody's talking about their offense right now with OBJ and um, Landry and Baker Mayfield and, and Joku as a tight end, but um, that defense is good, too, though. I mean, Miles Garrett is one of, if not, you know, oh, one geez. of the top, you know, defense ends, you know, yeah. in, in football and right now. Yeah, and you got now, Olivier right? Vernon, too. And he's a baby. And, yeah. uh, and Olivia Vernon. I mean, right. So, yeah, I mean, in the that's, secondary. that's some serious heat on the end right there. Yeah, they, yeah. Got, they, got, they got a good roster. We'll see. We'll see. Um, moving on, we're going to go ahead and talk a little bit about Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray, 6 for 7 in his opening performance, 44 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. Uh, you know, he was sacked one time. Not a whole lot to gather from him. Um, a bunch of simple passes. You know, you're not getting a lot of yardage with those passes, but you're kind of just getting your introduction to the NFL. And that's, I think, I think they did a good job of doing that for him. You know what? I mean, the thing that, you know, like, you can't really take stats, you know, um, in the first preseason game, no. you know, into consideration, but they were backed up on the two-yard line, you know, and he, just seeing him move the ball down the field, you know, being backed up in his own territory like that was pretty impressive. He made a couple of nice throws, you know, like across field, down the sideline, even though they were like 10 or, you know, 10 or 12-yard throws or whatnot, but he kind of looked a little bit in control, and I would, I thought it was pretty impressive. Like I say, I'm not going to take a lot of, um, <clears throat> I'm not going to, you know, boost his head up or anything like that right now, but he moves well. Everybody knows that. And um, he made a couple of nice shows. So we'll see. Yeah, and again, not much to get from this game. Uh, moving on from him, we'll, we'll see more of him as the uh, as the preseason continues. What about Duke Johnson, though? Oh, yeah, Duke Johnson going to the Texans. I, I can't say I didn't see him going somewhere. The Texans, I wasn't too... Uh, 
keen on that, although they do need it. I mean, it was an obvious pickup for him. They need help as from, from the running back. So position. it's going to be like what him and Lamar Miller mm-hmm. kind of splitting yeah. here in the backfield. That's or? what it's sounding like. It's sounding like it's going to be them two just splitting reps for the most part. Um, and then you know we'll, we'll see. You got D Hop obviously out there. Kuti, um, he got injured in the last game. Uh, he hurt himself. I can't remember exactly what, but he he did come off the field. He he's limited in preseason. Uh, then also, you had another big injury last night going to the Detroit Lions-Patriots game. Um, curse. Yep, my UW boy. Yep. University of Washington. Yeah. Yep, yep. yep. Broke, his, uh, broke his leg and had an ankle injury. Yeah. So I think it's pretty fair to say for, for, Yeah, for a team right now that really doesn't have that much depth at the wide receiver position, that uh, that was a costly injury. Yeah, sure. It, it was Not saying he's a guy that's going to light up his, you know, the stat line and all that, but he was definitely somebody that you know where you're going to get out of him and that was a herder. That was a herder. You yeah. know, um, touching on another game, the Bills-Colts game, not a lot to get from that one either. Obviously, Luck's not playing. He's got injuries going on by some by a team I've dubbed with the worst medical staff, maybe besides the Redskins. Uh, Luck having more issues, more off the field, more, you know, more problems. They're going to keep him out of it. He didn't play. Uh, I don't think he would have played if he was 100% healthy anyway. Jacoby Brissett, very bad performance with the Colts. Very, you know, he was very down the majority of the game. What was his numbers on that, by the way, if you don't mind me asking? Yeah, so with uh, with Brissett, he ended up going two for five, no touchdowns, no picks. He just, but it, I mean, it was overthrows, underthrows. I mean, right. he just did not look comfortable. Right. He did not look comfortable. Right. No, yeah. when when you go out and you're leading throwers, Chad Kelly, you know, that's all you need to know. You know, Chad Kelly a year ago was waking up naked in somebody's house. So the fact that he's even on our roster now is impressive. Yeah, I, I think that's more namesake than anything else, right there. The yeah. reason why he's on the roster. Oh yeah, yeah. that's that's hundred percent. Yeah, he's been a knucklehead since day one. So yeah, Josh Allen also bad night, overthrowing wide open receivers. Under yeah. you know, same thing. He he showed a lot of what he was last season, where he's going to take off, you know, and try and get out of there. Uh, I don't know if he he ended up with eight, only one rush for eight yards, but I I see more of that coming. I don't know if he's a good fit for them long term. I think. This year's going to be a big year for him in terms of make or break. I don't think they'll cut ties with him unless there's somebody they absolutely love going yeah. in the next one, but it's not looking good for him right now. I agree. Yep. Um, and then, obviously, if you've been living under a rock, the Antonio Brown information that came out. <laughs> Matt, uh, I'm, I'm sure you're caught up to speed with, the, with that. Yeah, Matt, take the lead on this one because I think we all have oh, something to say about this. Oh, my goodness. Oh, let's go. Antonio mother... <laughs> mm, Brown. Woo. Oh my goodness! Thank God, you know, uh, you know, this is this is this is something that makes me very proud of the way that Julio Jones, uh, Matt Ryan—not even just Julio Jones, but Matt Ryan, uh, other, not even Falcons players, um, Tony Gonzalez before he came into the Falcons. Uh, we're talking about. Not Jalen Ramsey's talking about going to the Titans and everything, possibly. After I have his stuff on that. End. I have stuff on that. Yeah, <laughs> that's a whole other conversation. I'm, sh- I'm, West, I'm sure you got plenty I'll, on that. I'll tackle that um, one. <laughs> you know. That man makes, like, every re- receiver on anybody's team look like a saint right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. really yeah. Does. so like, Antonio Brown first of all gets traded from Pittsburgh to Oakland having issues with with Ben Roethlisberger saying you know he's causing a lot of the problems in that locker room so they happily trade him and a lot of people question what Pittsburgh got in returns for giving away 
And I remember saying on one of our podcasts, I'll have to look it up, but you I do said it was, a, it was a good trade. It was a good trade. Get him out of that locker room. Who cares what it was? Who cares what it is? Here we are. He tries to do the cryotherapy. He, you know, doesn't wear the protective footwear. Frostbite footwear. on his foot, you know, because, which, right. which, you know, this, this is not the first time this guy has done, you know, one of these sessions. Like, right. he knows what to do going in. Like, I don't, I don't understand why all of a sudden, and then I'm, I'm hearing Justin Gatlin, this is, Sort of irrelevant. Nah, I was gonna go there too. Bro, Matt, this dude's got issues, man. Yep. I'm like, what? Yep. But you know, (laughs) I thought it was ridiculous, man. And then he shows the the blitzers on his feet, you know, two months or a month later, and blah blah blah. Uh, You know, Antonio Brown. That's what you get. You know, that's that's what the Raiders. That's that's what they signed up for, in my opinion. You know what? I'm I'm glad. I'm happy for them. So to give a little bit, little bit of background, so with the cryotherapy, what in, what you end up having to do is you end up getting in this machine, and when you get in the machine, you need to be completely dry from head to toe. You cannot be wet. You can't be sweating. Nothing like that. Minus two hundred and thirty degrees. You Co- know. Correct. Right. So so what ends up happening is you're you're told you're given protective handwear and protective footwear, and as and that's the least of what I know. There might be some other things too. Right. Um, but anyway, you put that on and, and you go in there. So he didn't wear the protective footwear, and thus him getting the frostbite. Now with the Justin Gatlin incident in 2011 his was more of an honest mistake than just flat out being dumb right. so with Gatlin in 2011 the story behind that is is he would you know he was coming in it was an unusually humid day where he was going to he was his feet actually started sweating so he wore his socks same socks when he went in there and when he went in there they stuck to his foot and you know they're given the, t- the timetable of, of three weeks right now for Antonio Brown now Gatlin he said he was sidelined for six months so six months, and, and a lot of people like to say, well, okay, well, he's a runner, you know, he, this, you know, Brown's a football player, but when you're trying to make cuts and you're trying to make all these moves, you're putting a lot of pressure right where that frostbite's at, and, and for him to just come you're back... You're a receiver, one, man. Your feet is everything, yeah. though. Like, everything. And, and if you thought that was the worst part, hold on to your hat. There's more. So, speaking of hats, he has a problem now with his helmet. So, uh, before, Wes will explain this right now. I'll let him tell a story, but he just sent me on uh, something on Twitter earlier about, uh, I think Adam Scheffner mentioned yep. what he's about to say. And I, my response to Wes was, this is a joke, right? Yeah, he, he thought no, I was no, joking. it wasn't a joke. Go ahead and explain. Um, so pretty much what ends up happening is uh, Antonio Brown has a problem with the helmet that he's wearing. The helmet, the new helmet that he has is actually it's a little bit more forward than the one he typically has so he can't really see that well from left to right or as well as he could so he basically told the nfl he filed a grievance with him saying if he can't play with the helmet that he was wearing last year with pittsburgh he will not play football again that will be it it'll be over he'll retire so i mean if you're not watching hard knocks it's time to tune in <laughs> did you did you watch it the other night i watched it the other night man. you're missing yeah. you're missing out yeah, I, I didn't get to catch in yet, but I'm I've got you know multiple episodes now to watch. Look, I'm serious, man. This guy, like, I get it. All right, whatever. Like, right now, like he, the last two years, like he is mentally not stable right now as a player. Like the Cleveland, or I'm sorry, the uh, Pistol Receiver fans are just having a breath of fresh air right now, just seeing that he, they are washed away from him right now. And um, it's one thing after another with him, you know. It's oh, like yeah. I mean, it's it's one yeah, incident yeah. after another, man. It's yeah. like he's worse than Zeke right now. I mean, oh, yeah, that's you know? a whole other thing. Yeah, and it's like he's worse than Zeke. No, and they yeah. paid him a buttload of money too. So he's worse than T.O. Yeah, no, for sure. Like I, I, in my opinion, like 
You know, he goes over here to a new team, and he's over here freezing his feet off. New start and, and, and all that. Yeah, it, it, it's, you know, and that's what I expected, though. That's why yep, same I'm here. happy, you know, certain organizations. I mean, organizations knew. They knew that there was oh, yeah. more going on. It's the same thing with OBJ. Yep. Like, we'll see in the Browns. Maybe, yep. you know, Eldo Beckham will calm down and, and, and do his thing for the Browns because he, he's amazingly talented. But yep. the same thing with Antonio Brown. But, he, he, you know, there's something extra with Antonio Brown, like extra, extra. And, uh, oh, man. You know what, Matt? I completely uh, agree. For the Raiders. I completely agree. You being a Falcons fan, you know, having a guy like Julio Jones that's really outside, he's not in the media a lot, you really don't have off-field issues or anything like that. And now with the Cowboys having like an Amari Cooper who's, you know, down low, and, you know, he's never in the spotlight, blah, 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 this and that. I'm thankful, you know. I'm very thankful that we don't have to deal with that type of drama. I mean, obviously, we don't what, what's an all-star guys, receiver? Yeah. We, don't, we don't have no, that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, like, I'm, I'm sure you're happy. Like, don't get me wrong, Des Bryant was a beast. He, he for there for a few years, and then the injury, and then I think they squeezed him out too early. I think they did that on purpose. Oh yeah. Um, Personality-wise, that's that's why they got him out of there. Um, you know, uh, I, you know, I'm, I, like I said, yeah. He, I mean, I'm you know, Des had drama. for a Julio. Julio, uh, the Julios, the uh, Amari Coopers, you know, the uh, you know, just there's, the guys, that Larry Fitzgeralds, you know, like everybody wants to be like a Larry Fitzgerald. Larry you Fitzgerald is like the guy that everybody wants to uh, you know, yeah. draft and model themselves amen. over and yep. all that, you know. Yep. A- amen, man. Amen. <laughs> you know, because yeah. Larry Fitz is the man. I mean. Look at what he's done. In his that man career. lives like in like you know hospital, like children's hospitals and all that. You know he's not out running the streets at Vegas. You know having drinks at night and you know just blah 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 doing this. He's a like a true leader and a role model that everybody wants exactly. to see nowadays. You know. And how about wanting to play for a team that doesn't have a single shot to play in the Super Bowl right now? <laughs> We're going oh, so man. off the top of right now, but that man oh, yeah. is like oh, yeah. like he is epitome well, well, probably like the, the, like the probably the most genuine football player in our era yes yes so much kudos to him for sure um but yeah within you have your polar opposites there you have your larry fitzgerald's of the world and your hey, what's, uh, what's your talk about larry fitzgerald what's your prediction on larry, uh, this year let's uh, the three of us what's it what are, what are his numbers going to be Ooh, let me go first yeah uh, you I go first it. i'm sorry I, I, I love larry fitz man I, yeah. oh man do the I man's played with like uh 89 quarterbacks so yeah, and, and I won't even don't even don't even get me wrong. Like, uh, you know, I knew of Anquan Bolden and Larry Fitz clearly. Like, they were the t- there was you know that duo right there was insane. Um, but going into that Super Bowl against the the, the Pittsburgh Steelers, yeah, uh, I remember I remember him catching that one pass and him streaking to the end zone, and he's looking up at the scoreboard to look and see who's behind him. Yeah, I remember and, that, too. Uh, I'll never forget that. Like, that's just one of those moments of football that was uh, very memorizing for me. And um, I- I'm-, I'm talking with, co- with, with, with Murray, a quarterback. I'm hoping for over 1,000 yards. I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm hoping he gets – I'm hoping he gets – 1500 1400 you know what I'm saying? I know that's ridiculous. Right. That, but I hope he gets at least 1000 Realistically, I hope he gets at least 1000 And, like, 
you know, seven, eight touchdowns, something like that. Cause yeah. That's what I'm thinking about, seven or eight touchdowns, that. maybe about, you know, nine, 950 to 1,100 yards receiving, but yeah. Yeah, so, so last year, just for reference, he ended up with uh, 69 receptions on 112 targets for 734 yards and six touchdowns. Um, mm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to say he's going to be somewhere. Cause I'd say you wrote about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you got you look at it. I think he's going to have a better quarterback this year, regardless. With Kyler Murray, it's going to take some time, but I think he's going to end up right around the same area. He's going to end up around those 700 yards and six touchdowns because there's going to be a lot of coverage on Larry Fitzgerald. They're not going to let him run freely all day, so and, he can just pass it to him. And don't forget, don't forget the fact that we all love him, but you know, I mean, he is getting older. I mean, yeah, you know, I would say he's probably what 37, 38 years old right now, um, and. You can only do so much, you know. Your body wears down, you know, at times. And this, yeah, this is a guy. This is, this is a guy that's never. I mean, I'm not going to say he's never missed a game, but he's never really been, you know, seriously injured or whatnot. And God, he's played a lot of games. So. He's he's missed a few games here and there. So in the last like six years, he's only missed two games. That's so. not a bad number right there. No, um, Larry Fitzgerald is awesome. We'll see how he does this year. Uh, hopefully, he does good. Uh, moving on to another topic, the Jalen Ramsey topic. I'm going to go ahead and shut this down right now and get this Wes, taken care of. you take control of this. <laughs> Let me hear it. So, uh, you obviously hear a lot through Twitter. Um, I follow Jalen. I follow all that stuff through Twitter. Um, a lot of people saying he's going to Tennessee, he's going to Oakland. Bobby, you tagged me in it, and I told you. You're you know, because I remember while Washington Huskies were recruiting him, you know, mm-hmm. from Seattle, but he's from Nashville, Tennessee. Yep. So, obviously, those are going to be, you know, that's on his mind. Yep. Um, go ahead. Yeah, he's from Tennessee. He's definitely a Titans fan growing up. I can't knock him for that, although if you go to any Jags page, they'll go after him pretty quick for it. <laughs> but, uh, so... He went on a podcast with Taylor Lewan, one of their offensive linemen, and yep. I believe another player. Out of Michigan, Taylor Lewan, yeah, Correct. nasty guy. Yep, yep, yep. Hate him. You know, that's one of those rivalry players. You know, I don't have a yeah. problem with him as yeah. a person, but he, I'm, I have a rivalry with him for sure. Anyway, so he asks him, if when your contract runs up, if you don't go to Jacksonville, what other places would be interesting to you? And he says, well, if I don't resign with Jacksonville, if I don't <laughs> resign with Jacksonville, right. Tennessee, yeah. or Oakland, and he said Oakland because they're going to Vegas. So he wants to. Be, he's a spotlight kind of guy. He wants to be the first big name there. To yep. You know that stadium, new stadium, new team out there. He'll, he'll be the face of the franchise to start off that era and all that. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So with him, he loves playing for the Jags. He always has loved playing for the Jags. He wants to win a Super Bowl here. He wants to stay here. Same thing with Telvin Smith. Same same thing with Yannick Ngakwe. The Yannick Ngakwe, uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with that. I have a feeling he's going to end up getting. And back. I love that guy because he's yeah. a DC boy. So. Oh yeah, you know DMV baby. Yeah. So. Uh, Ngakwe is probably going to get tagged at the end of this year. The way I'm looking at it right now, uh, listening to his call, listening to him in the interview, you know, they, he said they had their chance. You know, now we'll see. And they said, well, are you going to even resign with them? He's like, it's out of my hands. So either he's saying I'm done, or you know, I'm going to let my agent handle it. I'm just here to play football now. So correct me if I'm wrong. Ngakwe is Ramsey's. This is his last contract. Year? So, so they can't franchise so, both of them. Or, no, so no, how's that work? So Ngakwe, he is in the last year of his contract because he was not drafted in the first right. round. So he's eligible for a franchise tag. Right. Correct. Yeah, exactly. So he's so Jalen Ramsey is eligible to be. Uh, he still has one more year to well, play out his contract, a, right? They picked up the, the player, year option. Correct. They picked up right. the option on him. Ngakwe doesn't have that deal because he's a third over. He's a third round pick. Right. So because of that, um, Jalen's under contract for another year already. So we don't have to yeah. really worry about him. We don't have to pay him technically. We don't have to worry about well, that. What about next year, though? So After next year, season. yeah, absolutely we will. But because of that, we have time this year to either A, tag Ngakwe, 
or B, get a deal done. And with Telvin Smith not playing this year, it actually saved us about $9, uh, $9 million. Um, and then Wow, that's a big so, number. Yeah. So, so we'll see. Um, but with the Falcons, I know I want to touch this real quick. Matt, you got to go here in a second. Uh, the Falcons, uh, you have any quick points from that game? Oh, man. So, unfortunately, in the first game, in the Hall of Fame game against the Broncos, uh, <clears throat> we lost our... our you know, promising, uh, you know, not starting quarterback. Matt Ryan should hopefully be here for another, you know, several years. But uh, solid starting second-string quarterback. Um, he, he got injured. Um, so Matt Shop stepped up real, real big to prove that he's still worth it um, at, you know, 37, 38 years old. Um, Brian Hill, uh, promising, very promising running back. And right now, with you know Kevin Coleman to the con, he now he's with San Francisco, reunited with Kyle Shanahan. Um, you know, I've, Brian Hill's been playing excellent in uh, both preseason games and in training camp. So very pumped about him. A uh, couple guys uh, that most people don't know about, you know, unless you're a diehard Falcons fan. I mean, we got. Justin Hardy, Eric Sober, you know, uh, tight end. And, I like Sober um, a lot, actually. They're, they're, they're playing really well. Playing really well. Um, that's just that's just mainly, you know, preseason is so hard to judge. Uh, you know, Dan Quinn is saying Matt Ryan is going to be playing, doesn't play. Julio's already called out all preseason. Um, it's hard to judge for Pop, for <laughs> for Falcons preseason because Dan Quinn keeps everything. He, he I feel like he's kind of like trying to play the Bill Belichick kind of thing. Like he, he really keeps everything low key during preseason. Everybody rests. All the main players rest, so it, it's hard to tell. You know, that's just in my opinion. Um, I don't know what you guys if you guys. What do you, hey, Matt, what do you think you'll see? What do you think they'll play? Do you think Devontae Freeman will play um, uh, next week in the next preseason game? Or no, what? no, no, not at all. Uh, he's one of those guys now that he, you know, he's already kind of earned all the respect, and you know, we know who he has or not. He could be one of like why play a run? Why players? Sorry, I don't want to go off topic, but well, um, Leonard Fournette is he going to play this preseason? No, no. probably like, not. Zeke didn't play last preseason. I mean, all your stud starting one running backs. Why? There's no need. Yeah, I mean, you know, we didn't play anybody <laughs> besides right. our first overall pick. Yeah. That, that's it. That's all we played from starters. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you're just looking for. I mean, a lot of teams hold what three or four running backs. So at this point in time, in the first two or three preseason, the third preseason game, you want to have it like as your dress rehearsal. All right, give them maybe you know. Actually, Zeke or I don't even think Fournette, Zeke or Gurley, and all you know nope. the main car- they don't even get carries in the preseason at all nowadays, nope. man. But what's the point? Yeah, there is no point. Man. Nope, yeah. they're gonna run into the line and they're gonna hit them and they're gonna hopefully get through. That's, yeah. that's about it. No, yeah. that's, that's exactly what I'm saying. It's like in preseason, it, it's so hard to tell, and especially uh, you know specifically the Falcons have had so much injuries last year. Like, but we're so <laughs> we're so sketched out by by putting anybody offense or defense in there, especially Freeman. I mean, the past two years, Freeman has been, I mean, last year, I mean, 14 games, you know, that's massive. But then the year before that, 
he was pretty much useless in the playoffs. And if we had him fully healthy in that, you know, against the Eagles team, who knows what could happen? You know, it's all in hindsight. But with it's, all just, it's just not, you know, it's just not game. worth it. You know, there's just way too many preseason games. I mean, you know, 16 game regular season, you know, is a gruel, you know, in itself for those players. A hundred percent. I mean, and the then four, they're trying to go to 18 games, and it's like... All right, if they go to 18 games, players, you better cut it down like one or two preseason games. You know, it's like... Well, they would, yeah. They, they would, and with that, they would also do is... Uh, looks like we lost Matt. Um, what they would also do is uh, they would make it to where you could only play a max of 16 games, so you would have to have other 16 total, in. including regular season and... Well, um, would, no, no, no. So, so uh, let's say you're a quarterback. Uh, right. So you could only play in 16 regular season games if there's an 18-game schedule. That's what they, right. That was what was proposed. So with that, um, you're basically looking at, you know, you, you would need more people. So that's when the NFLPA goes to bat and saying, hey, we want more people on the roster, get more jobs for more players. Boost it up from 53, you know. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's what they're, and that's right. what would happen. But uh, I you don't would have to. I mean, it's yeah. not fair for the players for that. Well, yeah, because you got to think, you got to replace your offense, your defense, and your special teams. It's a lot of wear and tear, in, you know, in camp. I mean, the, people don't realize, you know, on the outside in, like us football fans and, you know, like these players actually go through grueling camps and to have them, you know, the last thing they want to do is play for They want to see live bullets, you know, like regular season bullets. So. Exactly. Yeah. You're not going to see a whole lot of it and, uh, since uh, we actually lost Matt, so uh, we'll be going and finishing yeah, up Matt's with that. Out. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so if you touch base on the, the Baltimore-Jacksonville game, um, Harbaugh mentioned a lot about having this new crazy offense. We're not going to see that in the preseason. You're not going to get that. You're not going to get Nick Foles in their offense with the D. Filippo. We're not going to find out what they're doing. Did, Le- the regular s- did Lamar Jackson play last night? He did. No. He did play a drive. He did, yep. he did a yep. drive. How did Actually, he, he did a couple drives. Um, against the backup reserve defense, he got shut down a lot. Um, he did get it into the end zone. but uh, Did he run light or throw? No, it was, uh, it was mainly throws. It, and it was a lot of penalties on Jacksonville. Jacksonville kind of dug themselves in the hole early yeah. on. The offensive line wasn't firing. Gardner Minshew was, I mean, he was getting throttled. I mean, did, he's, did he start? He yeah, he started. Yeah, he was the starter. Yep. So we had him come in, and then uh, Alex McGough, and then Tanner Lee came in last. Okay. Tanner okay. Lee threw the only touchdown, and it was a pick six to the other team. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not, not a whole lot to, to be excited about there. Um, I didn't expect a whole lot last night anyway. I was mainly watching uh, Josh Allen, our, our defensive end that we drafted in the first round. How did he, he look personally? He looked, he looked great. Uh, tackle for a loss. Uh, he was all over that, that end position. He did great. I have no, no. And by the way, this is a guy that I mocked. And when we did our draft for the what? Jacksonville Jaguars, because you took yep, um, you took the tight Taylor. end. No, no, no. I, oh no, you're right. You're you right. You took right. Uh, the tight end out of Iowa, uh, Hawkinson. Yep, I did. Yep, and, you yep. know, I would definitely. And I went, and I went defense, and I took Josh Allen. Yep, yep, yeah, and you yeah, nailed it. Jags. You nailed it. Yeah. So I mean, I'm He's a stud. I love the fact yeah. that we have him. I'm so happy. Yeah. I can't wait with him and Gakway Campbell and Darius. That's our third down. See, look, third there, down line. there's a reason why you guys went and paid all that money to Nick Foles right there. You oh, yeah. guys, the, the Jacksonville Jaguars are a defensive-minded team, just like my high school football team, FPC. We go defense first, and that's just. But that's always been their nature, even going back to the days of Marcus Stroud and, and John, John Henderson, Henderson and all yep, that. Rob you know, Meyer. I mean, that is just their forte. You know, yep. Jacksonville Jaguars are always going to be defense first. Defense and run and the ball down your throat. Run the ball, man. Slow the game down. If they can't score, they can't win type thing. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So, so, going on from my team to your team, we got a lot to talk about with your team, actually. So, uh, first things first, got a lot of people under contract that need to be signed. Uh, 
that are going to need to be signed. So you locked up the Marcus Lawrence. He's yeah. good. Yeah. Um, but then you got, yep, you got the big three. And Zeke looks like he's going to be the one left on the outside, in my opinion. I disagree. I mean, to me, like, it's been a long time since the Cowboys. I, I have I'm, I'm not seen a Cowboys team that has had this type of um, team, you know, like, built together to where they can actually make a run for the Super Bowl. And you can't do it without Ezekiel Elliott. No. Jerry Jones has never, I mean, you know, Emmett Smith held out, you know, like that one year that we won the Super Bowl. He mm-hmm. held out too. And we will not win a Super Bowl without Ezekiel Elliott. We signed Alfred Morris, and, you know, we picked up, um, you know, the star running back from Memphis last year as our six-round six pick. But he's going to get it done. Jerry has never not signed a player. I remember when Dez was holding out about four years ago. You know, Dez you know, yeah. got his contract that he wanted. But what really makes this situation difficult for signing Zeke is I blame this on the Los Angeles Rams for signing Todd Gurley to a 54-whatever-it-was yep. contract. They set the bar so high. Running backs yep. do not – can't get paid that much money. So Zeke's like – well, pay me. I'm the leading rusher in the NFL. You know, the two out of three seasons I played, the one season I didn't lead it, I was suspended for eight games. So the bar. Not to mention he's healthy as well. You know, he's healthy as well. So, I mean, the fact that he's good to go there is a whole other reason for him to be. Is a whole other reason for him to be picked up. And that just set the bar right now. So, I mean, I understand where he's coming from. I kind of, you know, at times it ticks me off because Jerry has done a lot for him. And, you know, Zeke has obviously been in a lot of situations, you know, uh, outside of the field to where Jerry has backed him up. Like Wes and I talked about, you know, like how can you do this to a guy that's really taking care of you and whatnot. But nowadays these players, you know, they don't finish out their contracts. You know, they nope. just, I mean, and, you know, Gurley kind of set that stone right now. And Zeke's like, hey, pay me. I get it. And then, and then now we come upon, you know, Dak. And um, Amari Cooper, but you know a crazy thing I heard though that Jerry just put out contracts to all three of those players' agents that they were going to get top five money for their position. Yep. To where Dak would be a fool to not sign that because oh, the fifth yeah, quarterback's thirty-two million dollars a year. Yeah. That person. I mean, I'm not worried about Dak. He's going to sign that. No, but yeah, he's going to take any of those offers because if we're being honest, Dak's not a top five quarterback in my opinion. But, no, no, but I agree. if you if the money's there, go get it, go get it. He's in a good position the, to ask for that kind of money. The, the fifth highest paid quarterback in the NFL right now, I, gosh, I can't makes thirty two million dollars a year. It might be Alex Smith, as a matter of fact. Uh, I have to look it up. Yeah, but, we'll have to check back with that. But he's yeah, but, but still, that's regardless, what that, that's what they were saying that it's thirty-two million is what Jerry's offering him yeah, right now. It, it's know? big money, good contract. I mean, yeah, he'd be a fool not to take it. And Amari Cooper's not going to get Michael Thomas money. No. Michael Thomas got what hundred million. And he, I think he got like, overpaid. I think he got. I, I mean, do I did too. You got to pay yeah. your wide receivers. I get it. I, I get it. I understand how the structure works. I think he's getting overpaid for his position. I hope he continues to produce for them. And the real question is: is how is he going to continue to produce for them when Breeze is gone? Who's going to come exactly. in there and pick Who, up? Exactly. Yeah. Right now, you got Teddy Bridgewater sitting behind him. I love Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, I if, d- if that dude comes in and takes over, I'm fine with it. They need to keep him on that roster, though. I, I, I thought it was a great idea. He stayed there and go to Miami. And a great story, too. Oh, yeah. absolutely. 
Absolutely. How about the rugby star last night getting a 66-yard touchdown with the Bills? Did you hear about that one? Oh, absolutely. And I love it, man. Yeah. I just love seeing those, you know, those guys that aren't supposed to be in the league and just going out there making plays and just uh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah, that was awesome. So it, yeah. it's all sorts of storylines going on, but nothing, you know. We're waiting to see what happens to, to week one. Half these players might not even be on the roster. You know, or they no, could be I mean, right, I mean, right now it's pretty much, you know, I mean, week two we'll see some starters. You know, I think we'll see Nick Foles next week, maybe for. It'd be maybe a drive at the most. I don't think we're going to see him till week four. No need. I mean, I don't see. What, I think we'll see him for, uh, for a drive what, though, week four. We might see him a little bit though because he's got to get a little bit of that chemistry because new team. Oh yeah, you know, new team. Oh yeah, he's. If he's, he was with the same team for you know, like you're not going to see a Brady in the preseason. No. All right, you're not going to. You probably see Dak maybe in the third preseason yep. game, dress rehearsal for a quarter or whatnot, mm-hmm. but um. Foles, maybe I don't know. You might, uh, you might. I, I, I don't think you'll see him to the fourth game, though. I really don't think you'll see him to the fourth game. Yeah, yeah. I, I just don't. I, I think he's gonna, you know, sit. How's he been looking in practice, by the way? I know great. you read all the blogs and all that. Yeah, yeah and I went there, and you know, I've gone to a couple. How did he look when you saw him there? Oh, it looked great. You know, it, yeah. the thing is, is he's he's very accurate. He's very accurate. The only person, the only cornerback that's had any success against him all the time, or any defender that's had success against him, is Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey shut him down a couple of days, but Foles is. They had a, a game scrimmage on field. The first play of the game, he went right, right after when Ramsey. they were doing team. Yep, he yeah. went right after Ramsey. So Jalen was out there on the field yep. while he was okay. Oh yeah, yeah. He's looking good. And Gakwe's there, like I said. So the fact that Ngakwe showed up was big because if he didn't show up by that August, and 6th, I heard when the day he showed up, they threw him right to the right. wolves, man. Oh, they put and, him in the ones. That's what he wanted. Yeah. That's what he wanted. So you know, yeah. they said, "Look, we know you're ready." You know, you know, the only thing you need to do is just get in there and go. You're going to be one of our ones anyway. What's the yeah. point of easing you in at this point? Let's, let's just go. Yeah. Let's just go. Hey, look, you don't want the Super Bowl, you know, being the scrub. I mean, no. Nick Foles, you know, yeah. I mean, granted, you know, he came in in the middle of the season and then, you know, took more. But you you are not a Super Bowl winner being the scrub. And the way I look at it is if Blake Bortles can take a team with a great defense to the AFC Championship game, right. all Foles needs to do is get them to the playoffs. To a point where they should have won that yeah. AFC yeah. Championship Oh, yeah, Miles Jack game. wasn't yeah. down. But yeah. I mean, Nick Foles gets to the playoffs. We got a shot. I'm I'm feeling great. That and that's the whole thing. Gets season, to the playoffs. season season vet. He knows the game. He's gonna make smart decisions. He's not gonna make a lot of mistakes. Yep. 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 So uh, that's about all we'll cover for this week. I'd say. I'd say we got a lot of good info out there. Uh, you, you know, definitely. It's keep getting it. it's getting interesting. We'll uh, you know we got week two coming up, then week three. So we're about what three weeks away from. September season, yeah, regular we're season, coming, yeah, man. We're coming so. around the corner. So, and then once we get the regular season going, we'll be doing bi-weekly shows. We'll be doing shows on Friday, and then most likely shows on Monday, either to yeah. wrap up the week and kind of talk about yep. the week, and then talk about that Monday night game. So, I'm excited yep. for it. You know, we'll see. You know, they're definitely probably going to end up being longer than an hour. I would say if we're going to really look into some of these games and see what we can get, but we'll go from there when it happens. Yeah. Um, but thanks for listening to the extra point. This has been Wes and Bobby, and for Matt, we'll see you next time. Take care, guys. Later.